38K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Susan Lavender. The top stories. An infectious diseases expert says a man who died days after receiving a BioNTech vaccine probably died from heart disease and not the jab. The government says it's monitoring reported potential risks associated with the AstraZeneca vaccine, which is due in Hong Kong later this year. And US President Joe Biden appeals for unity in the wake of violence against Asian Americans. Infectious disease expert David Hoy says he believes it's unlikely the death of a 66-year-old man who died days after receiving a BioNTech vaccine was linked to his vaccination. The case, reported by the authorities yesterday, is the first known death of a patient here who had recently received the German-made vaccine. Professor Hoy, who advises the government on the pandemic, says it's more likely the man died because of his existing heart disease. The 66-year-old male actually had history of high blood pressure, uh, high lipid and also diabetes for quite some time. So these are the well-known risk factors for uh, coronary artery disease. So I think the, the cause of death is probably natural uh, because of these existing cardiovascular risk factors. But of course we need to uh, allow the expert committee to look into the details, uh, including findings or the autopsy findings that will actually confirm the final cause of death. Health Secretary Sophia Chan says authorities here are monitoring reports of potential side effects in a small number of people who have received the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine. The jab is due in Hong Kong later this year as the SAR's third vaccine alongside Sinovac and BioNTech. Earlier this month, some European countries temporarily suspended the AstraZeneca vaccine after reports of blood clots. But the European Medicines Agency has since ruled it safe and vaccine Vaccinations have resumed. The WHO has also said vaccinations using the Oxford jab should continue. Here's Professor Chan. Uh, of course, we uh, recognise uh, many of the news uh, uh, reported uh, in different countries about uh, AstraZeneca. Uh, we also noted that there are news uh, from the World Health Organisation and also some countries uh, most recently to say that uh, all the uh, adverse events are not uh, related uh, to uh, or do not have a, a direct relationship uh, with the uh, vaccination with the vaccination of uh, AstraZeneca vaccine. Uh, we will continue to monitor the situation and the Department of Health uh, has asked the manufacturer for uh, further information. Professor Chan also said the government might offer incentives for people to get COVID-19 vaccinations to boost take-up. She said vaccinated people might be able to enter certain premises or be exempt from some social distancing measures. She also said there could be travel benefits. The government has completed its ambush-style COVID-19 lockdown in Chengkwano. It's not yet known whether anyone has tested positive for the virus. Robert Kemp reports. The lockdown at Tower 9 of La Splendeur at Lohas Park was enforced after a resident was confirmed as having COVID-19 yesterday. Police sealed off the block at 8pm and residents were ordered to take a COVID-19 test. The exercise was completed at 7.30 this morning. It's the latest in a spate of lockdowns, though most recent ones have been in the central and western area following an outbreak at a gym in Sain Poon. Health authorities yesterday reported 13 new coronavirus infections. Ten were locally acquired, four from an unknown source. The relatively no numbers should offer some comfort to authorities who are concerned about a fifth coronavirus wave emerging following the outbreak at the gym. 
U.S. President Joe Biden has appealed for unity in the wake of violence against Asian Americans, saying many of them now live in fear. His comments come after a man went on a shooting rampage at three Atlanta massage parlors earlier this week, killing eight people, six of them women of Asian descent. Speaking in Atlanta after traveling to meet members of the Asian community, Mr. Biden called for action to prevent race-related violence. Vice President Kamala Harris echoed his comments. The president and I will not be silent. We will not stand by. We will always speak out against violence, hate crimes and discrimination wherever and whenever it occurs. You're listening to RTHK. The time is coming up to five minutes past one. At the end of talks in Alaska between senior U.S. and Chinese officials, both sides described them as constructive but said disagreements remained. The talks began on Thursday with a public sparring match, but meetings continued in private. The U.S. National Security Advisor is Jake Sullivan. We expected to have tough and direct talks on a wide range of issues, and that's exactly what we had. We had the opportunity to lay out our priorities and intentions and to hear from the Chinese side their priorities and intentions. We were clear-eyed coming in, we're clear-eyed coming out, and we will go back to Washington to take stock of where we are. China's top diplomat, Yang Jiechi, said the talks were candid and helpful, but that there were still differences. The BBC says it's extremely concerned about one of its reporters in Myanmar, Ong Thu Ra, who's been abducted in the capital, Naypyidaw. This report from the BBC's Rebecca Henschke. Ang Thura, who works for BBC Burmese, was reporting outside a district court in the capital, Naypyidaw, when a group of men dressed in civilian clothes took him away in an unmarked van. The head of the BBC's international services, Mary Hockaday, says all attempts to contact him since have failed. We're very concerned. We are urging the Burmese authorities to help us identify where he is and confirm that he's safe. A reporter from the local news group Mizima was taken with him. The military and police are using increasingly violent tactics to suppress any form of dissent. Another nine people were killed today. A person has died in Australia's Northern Territory after contracting a rare mosquito-borne virus in the Tiwi Islands, just north of Darwin. Radio Australia's John O'Gibson has more. Northern Territory health authorities have issued a warning after a person contracted a mosquito-borne virus in the community of Warramiyunga early last month and recently passed away. It's a suspected case of Murray Valley encephalitis or Kunjan virus. Both can cause fever, headaches and in rare cases, death. NT Health says there have been no further cases, but that this time of year is a high transmission risk. NT Health is urging top-end residents and visitors, especially on the Tiwi Islands, where the annual football grand final is being held tomorrow to cover up and use insect repellent. Police in Paris have been left red-faced after a suspicious pink powder seized in a raid in a suspected ecstasy-making factory turned out to be nothing more than a harmless strawberry-flavoured confection. They tweeted that the drug haul was worth more than a million dollars. However, subsequent tests revealed that the suspicious substance was actually a flavouring used in well-known sweet brands. To sport now, and with a look ahead to this weekend's uh, English uh, Premier League football action. Here's the BBC's John Bennett. 
After their impressive win against AC Milan in the Europa League, Manchester United have another big test in a knockout competition this weekend. They take on Leicester City in the FA Cup quarterfinals in a game between the second and third place teams in the Premier League. Paul Pogba returned from injury to inspire United to victory at San Siro in Milan when he came on as a sub and he could start at the King Power Stadium. Meanwhile, Leicester star man Jamie Vardy is looking to end a run of just one goal in 15 games. Like Manchester United, Chelsea are also looking to follow up an impressive European performance when they play struggling Sheffield United in their FA Cup quarter-final. Premier League leaders Manchester City, meanwhile, are up against Everton. And there's a South Coast derby when Southampton meet Bournemouth, the only second-tier side left in the FA Cup. Elsewhere, there are three Premier League games this weekend. Tottenham are desperate for a win against Aston Villa after a dreadful defeat to Arsenal, followed by crashing out of the Europa League. There's a crucial game in the relegation battle when Brighton hosts Newcastle and high-flying West Ham take on an improving Arsenal side in a London derby. Just one game in the Premier League last night, Leeds United beat strugglers Fulham 2-1 at Craven Cottage. Local football giants Kitchi and Easton have shared the spoils in the battle of the two top teams in the Hong Kong Premier League. Dejan Damjanovic's goal for Kitchi minutes into the second half was cancelled out by Everton Camargo's equaliser. The teams played in front of more than 3,000 fans at Mungkok Stadium, the maximum allowed because of social distancing rules. After the draw, Kitchi have 13 points from seven matches at the top of the table, one more than Easton. And that's the news from RTHK. Here you go, David. I found it. Dr. Feelgood. Here's Milk and Alcohol. Right here on Radio 3 with me, Classic Michael Lance.
Influenza is spread by droplets. To prevent influenza, you should open windows to maintain good indoor ventilation and observe personal and environmental hygiene. Always wash your hands. Cover your nose and mouth with tissue paper when sneezing or coughing. Wear a mask if you have symptoms of respiratory infection and see a doctor if symptoms persist or deteriorate. To protect yourself and family members, get vaccinated every year. To stay healthy, let's fight influenza together. Radio 3. How about the piano man himself? Here's Billy Joel, Uptown Girl, right here on Radio 3 with me, classic Michael Lance. 